All right, we're live. Welcome back to this episode of Ask Jess. I am Jess Marcy. I am a clutter coach. And once a week, I go live and answer all of your clutter related questions, of which we have quite a lot this week. So I will go through a couple of them and then maybe save some for next week. If you're joining live, please hop into the comments and say hi. If you have more questions, you can pop them into the comments or you can email your questions to support at prioritizeyoursanity.com. Hello, hello. All right. Um, let's see what the first question is here. What do you do if you don't have any closet space, especially if your husband won't get rid of anything? If you want to keep all of your clothes because there's some point in time you're going to wear them, tell me an easy way to fix this in your home because I don't have enough closet space and I have one closet and two people are using it, me and my husband, and he does not want to get rid of anything. He's had stuff since elementary school and I have about the same amount of clothing that he does. What can I do? <laughs> okay. So there's a couple of realities that we need to face when we are talking about how much storage space we have in our homes. I want you to start to think about storage space in your house as a parameter for how much you can keep. In other areas of our life, we're very used to setting parameters. If we don't have money for something, it's easy to say, I can't get this because I don't have money. Well, it might not be easy, but you know, it's a parameter. We can only afford so much. We know what our personal parameter is and we live within, to, mostly within that parameter. Um, if we don't have time for something, we say, I don't have time for this, right? If you don't have storage space for your stuff, you have to declutter until you're living within your storage space. I want you to think of this just like any other parameter. You have X amount of storage space in your home. If you want to keep more clothing, then other collections need to shrink so that you can actually store the clothing that you have. But when it comes to clothing, I also want you to be really realistic about how much clothing you actually wear. The statistic is that we wear 10% of our clothing 90% of the time. And as somebody who has really gone through the process of decluttering my clothing and keeping less and less and less, I can say with 100% certainty that you can get rid of much of your clothing and still have tons of options every single day. So know how much space you have. Uh, if you're sharing a closet with somebody else, like your significant other, have a conversation with them, define your space and their space and declutter until you're living within that amount of space. I would also say, instead of feeling like you're losing a whole bunch of clothing, you know, as you're going through this decluttering process or feeling like it's a loss and I wish I had more space and I had more stuff, think about the benefits of getting rid of stuff. How nice is it to not have to take care of all of this stuff? When it comes to clothing, it's really nice when you have less clothing because your laundry is so much easier. You can do laundry more frequently. You always have clean clothing to wear. You always know where your clothing is. It's just so much easier. So think about the benefits of letting go instead of having to let go or wanting more. Be happy with the space that you have. Think of it as a challenge to live within that space 
and you can do it. There are people who live in tiny, tiny, tiny apartments all around the world and are thriving in that amount of space. And you can be thriving in that amount of space also. So be clear about how much space you have. Have a conversation with your significant other so you know exactly how much space you each have. Don't worry about what they're doing with their space. Focus on your space and declutter until you're living within that space. Uh, and just for uh, for reference, I'm definitely not a minimalist, um, but I have probably about six or seven feet of hanging space and one dresser. All of my clothing, winter, spring, summer, fall, fits into that amount of space. And I have ample options every single day. So that's what I would say about clothing and space. Just know your amount of space that you have and enjoy the opportunity to live comfortably within that space. Um, okay, hold on. Let's see what the next one is. Another closet question. I don't know. I don't want to start going through my closets. I know it will be difficult to get rid of items. What's the best way to start? If you are very emotionally attached to stuff in your closets, you want to start practicing decluttering with things that you're not emotionally attached to. Start with easy things, low hanging fruit, um, get rid of trash, get rid of broken items, get rid of expired items, practice decluttering with really easy things. And then when you say, I know it will be difficult to get rid of items, I think that we tend to overthink the difficulty of doing something without actually trying and seeing how hard it is. So why don't you test your theory and actually start with 10 things, see how difficult it is to go through those 10 things. Give yourself the challenge. Can I get rid of 10%? One item out of 10, right? Can I get rid of 20%? Two items out of 10. Break it down into smaller chunks and see if it really is as hard as you think it's going to be. The fear of making a difficult decision can hold us back from starting. So just start with a small amount of stuff and see, see if that fear is valid or not. Because sometimes it's way easier than you think it's going to be. And wouldn't that be nice if that's what it is? When you come to really difficult things, like truly cannot make a decision, put them aside. You don't need to deal with them today. Deal with the stuff that you can deal with first and foremost. Hello, hello. So many people on here. Hello. <laughs> um, ah, there's a live viewer who also submitted a question. So let's jump to that. Suggestions on how to do a long distance declutter. I'll be house sitting for a week and I want to make some progress. This is a great question. When you're house sitting, I would actually take one box of things with you every single day to go through. So maybe you have a bin in the attic that's been sitting there and you've been meaning to go through it for a while pull it down, take it with you, and focus on just going through that stuff in somebody else's house. The nice thing about taking stuff out of your house to declutter someplace else is it's actually easier to make decisions when you're not surrounded by your own things. So kind of pulling stuff out of their area and decluttering somewhere else can make the decision making a lot easier. You can also spend this time doing a digital declutter getting rid of giant files that are clogging up your Google Drive, um, photographs, emails, unsubscribing. So you can do digital declutter or grab a stack of papers and go through it there. I would plan if you're decluttering your stuff someplace else 
to actually have a, like a route coming home that goes past a donation center and every single day stop at that donation center and don't bring the stuff that you're decluttering back into your house. Uh, so kind of plan it so that you can let go of stuff on your ride home. Okay. Um, it's so hard to let go of my things. Kitchen items, clothes, crafts I've made. Do you have any tips to make it easier? <laughs> this is a very popular theme. How do I make it easier to de declutter? So once again, we're going to start with things that are easy to begin with. Anything broken, anything that is you know, has a hole in it that's old, that's threadbare, let go of those things first. And then very slowly ease yourself into the more difficult things. Start with smaller amounts, smaller amounts of time. And if you come across something super emotional, make sure that you give yourself the opportunity to experience the emotion. You don't have to let go of it right now, but just kind of honor the process. Instead of dreading it, how can we make this a process that we honor, right? The whole thing. Um, what do you do with all the paperwork? I need to see stuff from school or I forget what to do with the lunch menu and reminders and things that I need to see every day. Okay. This is a great question. If you're somebody who has to see certain things every day, I would number one, identify exactly what those things are. You don't need to see everything every day. So start with making a list of what you actually do need to see every single day. I'm kind of on the fence about command centers in your house, but in this case, if you're looking at school menus and reminders and you will look at a command center and maintain it, then have a little command center in your house. And a command center is simply a calendar and like a cork board. So, you know, you can put your school lunch menu up there next to your calendar and you can see those things every day. Anytime that you put in a system like this, though, here's the little caveat. If you're going to put in an organizational system, and maybe it's a command center where you're looking at everything, you have to make sure that you have time built into your schedule to maintain that command center. You have to maintain systems. Systems require maintenance. So if you have an organizational system and you don't have time set aside to maintain that organizational system, it's going to fail. Systems require maintenance. If you have a command center, make sure that once a month you schedule yourself a block of time to take the old stuff off, erase the old stuff from last, you know, from like the calendar from last month and set it up for the new month. If you don't set up the maintenance, it's, it just doesn't work. And think about, um, I think we tend to set up a lot of like, um, systems for incoming mail, right? So have you seen where you have something hanging on the wall with like all the different slots that you can put different pieces of mail into? If you don't maintain that thing that's hanging on the mail, it's just going to have all of the mail in it for months and months and months, right? So it's not actually helping you if it's just storage on your wall. So with systems, you need to have maintenance and you need to actually schedule that in every week, every month, whatever it is. So you maintain your organizational systems. Um, and if you need to visually see something, make sure that you put those items in one single spot, not scattered everywhere, right? Have one spot for the things that you need to see every single day. If you take them out of that spot, put them back to that spot, right? So 
get into the habit of all things that you need to see every day in a single location and time to look at that and maintain that on a regular basis. All right. I think that that's probably enough questions for one day. If you have questions for next week's Ask Jess, please submit them to support at prioritizeyoursanity.com. And if you're not inside of our free Facebook community, It's All Clutter, make sure you find your way over there. We're always answering questions in that group also. I hope you have a great day. See you next week.